I'll take the first word this time. Look at you, first words, man. Just, just getting like in that. there. Just getting in there, like like I don't even care. You're you're a little too happy to do what you're about to do. To what? What am I about a to formal do? Formal apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the last episode, we had made quite a stink about someone being cayude. Cayude. Yes, a, we, we, we riffed uppercut. on this for a few moments. An yeah. uppercut had cayude someone. <laughs> we made fun of them for their goofy word. These, yeah. these you dumb idiots. people. You idiots. As soon as we stopped recording, yeah. uh, I left the room and you began to look up cayude. Yes. You said it means knocked out. <laughs> and when you said that, I called from the other room. Maybe it's pronounced KO'd, <laughs> which... Which, in hindsight, makes a lot more sense than yes. Cayude. Yes. So the uppercut KO'd the man. Yeah, it knocked It knocked, it knocked the man him out. out. Yeah. It so, was a KO. Really, 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 really sorry, everyone. Yeah. Well, who would have thought that, though? You're so used to seeing K.O. Yeah. Abbreviation K dot, for dot dot apostrophe D. Yes. KO'd. Knocked out. Yeah. That I would understand that. I it looked like Who kayak to me. Fool. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. too. Yeah, you I thought said, Joe hit him, with, hit the him with the kayak. Yeah, so there's well, that. Uh, uh, sorry about that, guys. Well, up next, chapter fifteen is perhaps the worst chapter in any of these Easily. books ever. Easily, yeah. Callbacks that I'm like, wait, what? As well, callbacks. What callbacks to characters? That I totally forgot about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but nothing happens in this chapter. No. Um, I, I'll summarize it for you in one sentence. You're welcome to turn off the podcast after this point. They get captured and tied up and left in a room with a guard. Yes. That's, yes. The, whole That's the whole chapter. Thing. Yeah. Um, uh, there. I mean, I guess there are some little details, uh, some very strange conversations <laughs> among smugglers and amongst yeah. the boys. But, uh, but let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, Snapman's in a good mood. Yeah, he's he's chipper. He's making he's dark in a jokes. High good humor uh, because they, they're captured and just in time. If we hadn't come here when they did, they'd have all escaped. Yeah, look at that. He's happy. He yeah. knows. Showed up at the right time. But the hardy he's rubbing his hands together too in satisfaction. I'm his, thinking, can those hands even reach? Yeah, be he, honest. He's rubbing moisturizer on yeah. his shoulders. <laughs> What a fun character we <laughs> fun, find him. Fun, fun character. Uh, the Hardy Boys were silent, sick with despair. Mm. I wonder when they say the Hardy Boys, if they include Fenton. Yeah, I think they do. Because that's like the, all the boy. Hardys. He is a, he, I, he's I, a I boy. Technically, yeah. he's a boy, not a girl. But boys. That's a good question. A, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not, though. So what are we going to do with these guys, asked one of the men. Mm, the that voice, voice sounded familiar, too, didn't it? Yeah, the voice sounded familiar to the boys, and they looked up. And they were not surprised to see that the man was the red-haired one they had met at Pallet Place when they had discovered his father's cap. What does Franklin have against red-haired men? Why are they always villains? I don't know, but I, I thought it would have been funny if Joe would have been like completely oblivious, like, red yeah. Red, do you remember us? Did you ever get the hat cleaned? I know you wanted to get the hat cleaned so you could wear it. Where's the hat? Where's the hat at, Red? Hey, do you still got that drinking cup? You still got that one cup mm, of water? I that was using? good water. I've never had brown water before. Red. Red. <laughs> where's the girl? Red. Red. Hey, Red. The grift queen. Where is she? 
I was confused. I, I'm going to be honest. I totally forgot about the red-haired man. I had wondered because they, they had this like Burke person. Yeah. And we had met the woman, Red, and Klein outside. Great memory. Thank My God. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The same memory of, of Harold Morley of the Hamlin Company. The Hamlin Company. Yeah. That's impressive. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I had wondered like when were we going to see them? Yeah. Uh, because I assumed at some point we would uh, because there's no way that they were actually like the way that that chapter ended with them. <coughs> Excuse me. The way that chapter ended, mm-hmm. they had said like, "Well, we found it. We found the hat on the road, uh, and I was going to wash it." Like there was sort of an alibi yeah. that they could have been completely ignorant to the smuggling going on underneath them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think that was the case. But so it was left a bit ambiguous. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that they have. Oh been yeah, they're tied tied back. Yeah, the story all the loose ends are being together. tied up. Yeah. The chairs. Chapter the red fifteen. This is the, the the final sprint. This is the last. Uh, Last quarter of the chapter, Isn't or it last weird quarter of the to book. Know though, like how small this book really is, like how little actually happens. Yeah, it's literally dad goes missing. Dad goes missing. Boys find, find dad. dad. Boys and they, get they kidnapped. They make whole chapters out of like, let's go down this tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, let's well, what should happen? What if room? spooky ghosts appear? What if they get locked in and there's spooky ghosts? I guess they had an idea for this book, and they're like, "Well, that's." That's not really long enough. Like, oh, okay, we'll do a chapter where, like, when they're riding the motorcycles, yeah, a landslide will block (laughs) the road for a few pages. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, that's going to get us where we need to be. And then, like, they'll drive a boat and find the tunnel. Straight there? No, no, no. uh, They'll they'll almost hit a log. (laughs) Yeah. And then they'll, like, get the log out of the water. Okay. And then then they'll just jump in and Can you stretch this out two more pages? Well, I could have them, like, sit down and share a pop and uh, some snacks. Yeah. And I guess instead of just jumping in and swimming... They'll take their clothes off <laughs> and tie them to their head with twine that Tony provides. Yeah. Not a lot is going on in no, this book. No, nothing. Nothing. Not the dual mystery situation we got in the first book. As much as I hated that, I kind of miss it. Yeah. I I kept thinking that Fenton was going to return so much earlier in the book and then like they would solve the real mystery together. But yeah. here we are in chapter 15. And chapter 15 ends, like we said, with them just tied up in a room. Yeah. So they're not going to escape and then do other things like i feel like the escape is going to be the solving of the mystery yeah bummer uh what to do with them that's a problem we've got three in our hands now instead of one best thing is to leave them all here and lock the door and put gags in the traps suggested a burly brooklyn (laughs) companion i i thought it'd be better though if he was like Guess they're gonna be sending a lot, of lo- a lot of notes to the mom. Like he just, like, what are we gonna do with them? And he just drops a stack of paper and a few <laughs> pens. You're gonna start writing. Start letters. writing. <laughs> Someone's in the corner, just like, oh, I, I did that joke already, but I was gonna say that it's a celery joke again, just like squeezing it. Just <sighs> this is gonna be you. I'm about to burn those arms, boys. <laughs> uh... But no, they put gags in their traps. Uh, Red objected. Ooh, as red, long as really? the Hardys are around here, they're dangerous. They almost got away this time. Well, what do you suggest? We ought to do what I wanted to do with the old man in the first place, Red declared doggedly. Yeah, doggedly. Awesome. Uh, you mean get rid of them? Snapman asked thoughtfully. Sure, all of them. Well, Snapman gazed at Mr. Hardy with a sinister look. I should think... Oh, I guess this is the detective. 
I should think you have enough on your conscience already, Snapman, the detective exclaimed. I don't expect you to let me go, he added bitterly. But release my boys. They haven't done anything to you except try to rescue their father. You'd do the same thing yourself. Oh, yeah, Snapman sneered. Don't bother yourself about my conscience. Nobody but nobody ever stands in my way. Besides, I killed my own father (laughs) when I I was 12 because I I didn't want to finish my vegetables. Daddy's dead. A long time. This leather jacket I wear is daddy's skin. (laughs) Human skin. (laughs) Wow, we took this to another dark place really quickly there. (laughs) Thank God dad had short arms too, so his skin fits my skin. (laughs) That way my shoulders aren't all wrinkly with the extra shoulder skin. (laughs) I like that he's Jack Kelly just with his shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let anyone see my shoulders. Well, he wears like cut off shirts, but it's only cut in the shoulder areas too. (laughs) (laughs) Long sleeves. Yeah, that's that's happy. That's like a blouse. Yes. Uh, As as to letting the boys go, what kind of fool do you take me for? Snapman shouted. If you three are such buddies, you ought to enjoy starving together. Damn, cold. The smuggler laughed uproariously at what he considered a very funny remark. And now they're referring to the snapman as the smuggler. Well, this is what this is this is what confused me. I, I underlined this this one sentence paragraph yeah. because this is another one of those, those situations where it's somewhat ambiguous about who they're talking about. Like, yes, I would think Snapman, but yeah. there's also other people who have been unnamed. Like someone suggested something called the smugglers. Yeah, yeah. One of the smugglers has said something. Red has said something. Mm. Snapman has said something. And so now just the smuggler, which could be any one of them, yeah. <laughs> laughed uproariously. And this is, again, one of those 60 seconds of... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the return. At what he considered a very funny remark. Um, and we get another one in a little bit of like, wait, who are you? Who is talking? Yeah, who's talking? And why do you keep switching? Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Frank and Joe's minds were racing with ideas. One thing stood out clearly. Snapman had said the Hardys almost escaped. This Ooh. meant that no one was guarding the secret entrance. If we can only hold out a while, they thought. Oh, they're thinking this. They're not even saying it. The Coast Guard will arrive. Oh, I totally forgot about the Coast Guard being a thing, too. Yeah. Look at that. They're going to hold them out. There will be nobody to stop them from coming up here. So uh, this is one of those weird paragraphs where it's in quotations, but it's They thought. They thought, yeah. So they're all thinking this in unison in their heads. (laughs) Then suddenly, a shocking possibility occurred to the boys simultaneously Mm. inside their own heads. Suppose the Coast Guard could not find the camouflaged door opening from the pond. Yeah. You found it pretty easily, though. Yeah, if two teenagers found it in the dark. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was during the it's day, and because they came of back the flashlight that they found it. Well, no, they found it during the day, and then they cruised up and down the bay and came back at night. And that's when the rowboat came out in the dark, and they like were close by. Oh, I thought they were talking about the door into where they're at. Like you can get into that little pond area, but then it just looks like a pond, and then they shine the oh, flashlight. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're you're right. The door opening from the pond. It's like the Coast yeah. Guard's got flashlights too. Yeah, and for the, I mean, Tony Preto and Chet know that. The boys went in there and didn't come back out. Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Buried at sea. They got us here. Oh, 
During the conversation, four of the smugglers had been whispering amongst themselves in the corridor. This whole thing is hilarious to me. Oh, it this is, is hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one of them now stepped into the room and faced Snapman. I'd like a word with you, Chief. There we go. He began. Hey, how are you? What is it now? It's about what's to be done with the Hardys now that we've got them, the man said hesitantly. It's your business what you do to people who make it tough for you when you're on your own, but not in our gang. We're in this for our take out of the smuggling. Smuggling, excuse me. (laughs) And we won't stand for too much rough stuff. That's right. Hang on. I love that. I love that. And I I wish I had pinged on this like two chapters ago when... when, uh, they were talking when these two smugglers were talking about bringing bolts of Japanese silk mm-hmm. upstairs, and he's like, "You're not going to get any credit." Yeah, I thought there was art, like it showed some discontent within the smugglers' gang of like, you know, we're not being appreciated, and we're like it, right, it seemed guys. ripe for a coup. Yeah, we like stealing, but we're not going to kill. Yeah, it, it seemed ready for mutiny. Yeah. And so now that it's sort of, I like that this is like. Oh, they're setting up saying, things. Hey, you have the Coast Guard, the possible not, mutiny. Well, just, just within like the dynamics, the politics of this group of smugglers. Yeah. You've already got these underlings being like, look, we're not going to get credit for anything. Mm-hmm. And now you've got them upset that there's violence and they're not in support of that. And now they're voicing that. Like this group, they're falling apart. Yes. But that quickly turns. And we'll get there. Yeah. In a <laughs> hilarious way. So they don't want to stand for too much rough stuff. That's right, one of the other men spoke up. This is my favorite. Is that so? Snapman's upper lip curled, much like that of the Grinch's lips. (laughs) You guys are getting awful righteous all of a sudden, aren't you? Look out, or I'll dump the lot of you. Oh, no you won't, replied the first man who had addressed him. We're partners in this deal, and we're going to have our full share of what comes in. We ain't risking our lives for love, you know. Oh, that's a great. That's a great. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another potential T-shirt idea. We ain't risking our lives for love. Nice. And it's going to be dash credited to the first man who had addressed him. <laughs> yeah. Does it really say that? Oh no, you won't. Replied the first man <laughs> who had addressed him. That's the only identifier we get. <laughs> Oh, man. We've got another idea about what to do with these three prisoners, a third smuggler spoke up. I think it's a good one. What is it? We've been talking about Ali Singh. Hey, kids, remember Ali Singh? Frank and Joe started and listened intently. What about him? Turn the prisoners over to him. He's got a friend named Foster, who's the captain of a boat sailing to the far east tonight. (laughs) Put the Hardys on board that ship, the first smuggler urged. Wow. Again, the first smuggler who said, we don't like rough stuff. Yes. And it gets even worse Put from Put on the there. ship. Yeah. Snapman looked thoughtful. The idea seemed to catch his fancy. Not bad, he muttered. I hadn't thought of Ali Singh. Yes, he'd take care of them. They'd never get back here, he smiled grimly. From what he told me... About that friend of his, the captain had probably dumped the Hardys overboard before they got very far out. Oh, my God. The man went on smugly. Uh, Seems like he don't feed passengers if he can get rid of them. Okay, so they're not okay with murder, but accessory to murder, well, whatever. As long as we don't know about it, we're not the ones doing it. But they're I, I wrote, this is rough stuff. 
That's worse than that's drowning. Drowning. Is, I'd rather starve than drown. Well, I think they were talking about like shooting them or something, like killing them, not just letting them starve. Because they were like, Let's oh, they're take talking care about they're them. talking about going out into the middle of the sea and dumping them. Oh, and no, I'm saying even before that, like. What they had a problem with was oh, yeah, take when care they of were them. in the yeah, let's take care of them, let's kill yeah. them. Like that seemed like a quick, easy death. And they're like, whoa, 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 no rough stuff, <laughs> no blood. We've got a, a rule about blood. Yeah, drowning. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Eaten by sharks, whatever. It's fine. as long as it takes. Our rule is it has to take over three seconds. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Shot, Fast shot, three done. Seconds? No, not. It's too rough. It's too rough. It's we too rough. Smooth. Yeah, it's. The longer it takes, the easier it is to deal with. And then someone, it's a ambiguous who, all the better. We wouldn't be responsible. Yes, yeah, you you're would. very much responsible. Yes, you That's would. That's accessory. You, you're, Son, you're you just saying, sold hey, them as slaves almost. Will you kill these people for <laughs> us? We don't want to. Yeah, it's two young boys and their dad. Absolutely. Leave them to Ali Singh, Red chuckled evilly. He'll attend to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get, so, uh, I feel like we're just reading this whole chapter, but it's... It's, it's such an chapter. easy chapter. Uh, Samuel walked over to the cot and looked down at Mr. Hardy. It's too bad your boys had to come barging in here, he said. Now the three of you will have to take your little, uh, take a little ocean voyage, he laughed. You'll never get to the Coast Guard to tell your story. The detective was silent. He knew further attempts at persuasion would be useless. Well, haven't you anything to say? Nothing. Do as you wish with me, but let the boys go. Which, hang on, before we get into anything else, he knew that persuasion, any attempts at persuasion would be useless. And then he tries to persuade him to let the boys go instantly. Yeah. Make up your mind, man. Yeah, what do you want here? What do you want, Fenton? I like that, though. I like that he's still on the, do what you will to me, but let my boys go. Yeah. And then his stupid, 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 stupid children children (laughs) chime in. We'll stick with you, Dad, said Frank quickly. Of course, Joe added. Duh. (laughs) Idiots. This at this point, at this point in the game, you could be getting out. Yeah. 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 It's not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen, but yeah, if just they, would, cry if and they would let you go, let us go, mister. you could do something <laughs> instead of nothing. my pants, mister. <laughs> I, I thought I could tell people like I thought all along that it was a, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we were convinced that you were ghosts before. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Lord. But yeah, don't. Don't untie us. We'll we'll stay here with Dad. It's fine. No, no, no. It's it's fine. This chair is pretty comfortable, after all. You sure will, Snapman declared. I'm not going to let one of you have the chance of getting back to Bayport with your story. Mm. And here here's the other one. The ringleader of the smugglers stood in the center of the room for a while, contemplating his captives with a bitter smile. Then he turned suddenly on his heel. So I assume that's dun, red. Dun, dun, dun. But at the same time, we had this these four smugglers come in, one of whom was sort of in charge yeah. of standing up to Snapman. So the ringleader of the smugglers could be Snapman, could be the oh, first yeah, yeah. man who had replied to him. It could uh, be Red. Yeah, it could be Red. Could be could be a number of people. Well, they're safe enough, he told Red. We have who business with Burke to take care of. Come on, men. Load Burke's truck. 
if any policemen come along and find it in the lane, we'll be done for. How about them? Asked Red, motioning to the Hardys. Shouldn't they be guarded? Uh, and then, that. yeah, so uh, he's like... Hey, we were just in this situation. Like, are you going to learn from it or not, Snapman? And they do learn. Yes, but kind of. Last episode, we had talked about how we learn words. And I am <laughs> so nervous now because we were wrong about Cayude <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, being KO'd. Uh, but he's like, uh, they're tied up tight. Uh, but I guess we better leave one guard anyway. Malloy, you stay here and keep watch. Read me this next sentence oh, as I best knew. as you I, can. Because I, I got... Malloy, a surly... Truculent? Truculent. Truculent fella in overalls and a ragged sweater nodded and sat down on a box near the door. Truculent. 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 Yeah, I don't know. It's Truculent? T-R-U-C-U-L-E-N-T. Truculent, trusulent. I don't know. Trusulent sounds like a word. I'm a well-read man. Well, I, I look. I think of the word succulent. Yeah, which oh, I feel yeah. like truculent. Succulent's truculent. only only one letter. Or truculent. You change the tr to a u. You're looking it up mid mid episode. Trusulent. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, but it spelled it right, did it not? It did. Maybe that's what it means. I didn't catch that. He didn't catch it. Does that work? Meloy, a surly, I didn't catch that <laughs> fellow in overalls. Yeah, that, that tracks. Checks out. <laughs> um, so everyone leaves the room. A heavy silence falls over the room after the departure of the men. Oh, uh, there's, the best thing is uh, the arrangements seem to satisfy Snapman. After warning Malloy not to fall asleep on the job so the prisoners could not escape. To me, I'm thinking, well, he's definitely going to fall asleep on the job now. <laughs> the prisoners are There's no escape. way he's not falling asleep. He's sitting on a box. He's comfortable. He it's seems nice, grumpy and he's old. He's well-fed. Perhaps uh, a truculent is the key to whether he's going to fall asleep or not. Maybe oh, yeah. it me- it's like another thing for narcolepsy. narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why he keeps falling asleep. We learned a lesson. <laughs> we'll leave a guard. Let's leave the one that has the sleeping disorder. <laughs> you sure? Bill's an insomniac, and he literally can't sleep. No, 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 no. Malloy's got this. I trust him. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so heavy silence fell over the room. Malloy crouched gloomily on a box, gazing blankly at the floor. The butt of a revolver projected from his hip pocket. Okay. Now, I'm not, I'm not a smuggler or a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back and paid for my batteries. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Idiot. I got to feel like if you're trapped, like something about our psychology and our society, if I was tasked with holding three people captive... Provided I could speak the same language as them, mm-hmm. I feel like I would want to start up a conversation. Yeah. I'm one of those people who, like, if I'm dealing with a vendor of some kind, like mm-hmm. dealing with a company and everything's going wrong, I'm never going to get upset at the person I'm talking to because I know it's not their fault. Like, I just had a, one of my monitors that I just ordered yeah. was broken, and I yeah. went back and forth with customer support, and I knew that everyone was trying their best. A monitor was just it malfunctioned yeah. and broke. I was I was frustrated that it broke so quickly and and that I had a problem, but it's like this isn't your fault. You're trying to help me as best you can. You need this information from me. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Let's work yeah, together. Let's, let's do, do this. There's yeah. no reason Keep it positive. to get upset at anyone. Yeah. And I feel like this is the same thing of like this smuggler. If, if I was this smuggler, I would understand these boys, they're just trying to help their dad. Their dad was just trying to stop mm-hmm. us from breaking the laws. We know that we're breaking. That's yeah. why we're hiding in this underground thing. And so I'd be like, hey, hungry, aren't you? Yeah. I wish I could help. <laughs> Sorry. You know, the chief. <laughs> yeah. You know how he is. You know how he gets. You guys got a candy bar though, right? <laughs> okay, good. Y'all got a couple bites. That quick already. energy. You and you boys had a picnic on that boat before you came in here, right? You should see the security footage we have of you guys. <laughs> it's hilarious. You, when you guys inevitably escape after I go to bed, you should look at you it. You should look at this. It's yeah. funny. It's real funny. <laughs> you boys are gonna have a good time. But instead, he gazes blankly at the floor. The butt of a revolver projected from his hip pocket. So he's so armed. Sad. Yeah. I wonder if it was an automatic revolver. It was definitely like an automatic. It's like it's not going to be an automatic revolver. Frank strained against the ropes that bound him to the chair, but the smugglers had done their task well. He could scarcely budge. We'll never get out of this, he told himself ruefully. Joe was usually optimistic, but this time his spirits failed him. Oh, that's sad. We're in a tough spot, he thought. It looks as if we'll all be on that ship by morning. Again, they're all thinking these things to themselves. This isn't conversation. Yeah, at this point, they're they're in negative thoughts. Yeah. This is sad. This is a sad ending. But then to lighten their spirits, the Hardys began to talk, hoping against hope to distract the guard and perhaps overpower him. How? Yeah. How can they overpower him? He can't budge his hands. (laughs) They are... Well, I mean, they've been doing those classes in in witchcraft (laughs) and witchcraftery. That's true. So yeah, they're just chanting spells. <laughs> you know, just like maybe if we say it, we can overpower him. Just watch them speaking in tongues. <laughs> Shut up, you guys! Meloy growled. Meloy, you grumpy man! Quit your talking, or I'll make it hot for you. He tapped his revolver suggestively, and yeah, I thought if we wanted to go to, turn up the uh, we could the heat. Well, we can interpret this as like, I'll make it hot for you. It starts <laughs> tapping his revolver suggestively. <laughs> Lover boy starts playing. <laughs> he just spins around and sits backwards on the chair. Yeah. It's bobbing yeah. along. <laughs> After that, a melancholy silence fell among the prisoners. All were downhearted. It looked as if their fate truly were sealed. Wow. Is your wow the fact that they used were as the verb for fate, when I think it should be fate was sealed, or fates were sealed. No, it's wow at how much of a downer that is. Yeah. But yeah, wow to both. Wow to both. This sir. would be, I feel like, a fun to give this book to somebody I don't like and tear out the rest of the chapters. Yeah. So that they just it's, it's end just, with this and yeah. never get resolute. That would be that would be a, I would a form of torture. Be okay with that. As a form of torture or for yourself, reading it for and myself. Just ending At there. this point, I know they're going to get out. If it ended like that, I would be like, oh, oh, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not expect that. Built into these books, even though I don't expect harm to ever befall any of the main characters in any permanent way. Yeah. Although it would be great if, like, in book 15, like, Joe loses an arm. And oh, then, I like, love that. the rest of the books, he has one arm. Yeah, um, but in place of that, uh, like because this is a series and this is book two in a series of fifty-eight books, mm-hmm. I know nothing's going to happen to them. No, and that's kind of a shame. No, you're going to have to get into the weird things. Like 
uh, I was at a comic shop last night, and I meant to send this to you, and I forgot to. I'm just remembering it now. I found a uh, manga version of the Hardy Boys. So a, a Japanese graphic novel version of the Hardy Boys. Manga? Yeah. I heard you say MAGA. Oh, no. Manga. And I was thinking of Make America Great Again. I'm like, wait, there's a, a weird conservative <laughs> oh, right-wing God, no. version of the but Hardy Boys? But we should Boys? write that. Well, I feel we like they're already definitely pretty close. Write that. They're yeah. already pretty close. Well, we need to make it more extreme. I mean... That's not where it's going. Unless the MAGA version is the original 1920s <laughs> version, when America was great. I mean, as much of a downer as this ending is, I do know one thing. What is it, David? What is the one well, thing that you I know? I know that Malloy is going to fall asleep. But the true question is, will he have mixed dreams mm. in chapter 16s? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stuck the landing. <laughs> <laughs>